Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. TCL, America's fastest growing TV brand. Really, really, really disappointed with the way that game ended. And I can't say it any clearer. Um, but with that, my guys showed heart, my guys fought, and it's unfortunate the way that ended. Absolutely unfortunate the way that ended. That one stings. That one stings. Probably the six years in this league, that one stings the most of any of the games that I've been a part of because we deserve to win the game. Did you say stings or stinks? Stings. Or stinks. Write what you want. <laughs> that was Richard Patino after a controversial Gophers loss. And with that, in the conference now, Phil, you said... He's 37 and 67 correct. in the Big Ten in his career as the Gophers head coach. Yep. That's correct. Not, Hold on one second. Not facetiously. Um, I'm going to make a comparison that's going to, if you're driving and it's icy and snowy, um, you might drive off the road if you're listening live right now. If you're listening on demand, hit pause, find a nice safe spot. In Clem Haskins' first six seasons as Gophers coach, the legendary Clem Haskins mm-hmm. brought the Gophers to a Final Four that we do not speak of anymore because of it got ripped. In conference, in Clem Haskins' first six years, were 30 games under 500. 30 games under 500 in Clem Haskins' first six games, uh, six years in conference. Two and 16, four and 14, nine and nine. They popped up, went to the Sweet 16. Then eleven and seven. Then went back down to five and thirteen, and eight and ten, until they won the NIT. Richard Pitino is Clem Haskins, and they're going to go to the Final Four if they stick with him. But we sometimes pull the trigger and get fire happy, trigger happy, way too early on coaches, without acknowledging that this isn't Duke, this isn't North Carolina. Okay, I get that Kevin McHale played here. I get that there's been some nice runs. Bobby Jackson played here. There's been some good NBA players. Um, that have come through here. But to look at Richard Patino and say, without context, he railed two of their seasons, two and 16 in 2016, and four and 14 last year because Reggie Lynch, an incident from two years earlier, Reggie Lynch didn't play in the conference, basically. Um, I, 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 I think it's, it's too simplified to say, well, he's 30 games under 500 in conference, and therefore he's a bad coach. He's recruited better than. NBA players on their team. Amir Coffey is going to play on the, the NBA. The Mr. Kardashian, Chris Humphreys. Right? That is correct. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I, all I'm saying is, do I think he's Mike Shashevsky? No. 
But to say that they're 30 games under 500 in six years and that is the only thing that you should look at, therefore he should be fired, is oversimplifying Richard Pitino's six years here. His recruiting has been spotty. There's been some recruiting classes that have been pretty talent here, certainly. I think the reality for him is this. It's either it's either this year. I don't think he's going to be fired. But if they don't make the tournament this year, he's on watch for sure next year. And if he doesn't again and they don't they don't achieve something in 2019-20, he's gone for sure. I think that's completely fair. Like, what are you going to go do? Because I, I tell you what. I am past the point of this uh, trend that we got into, certainly for what seemed like an extended period of time. And I think now is going by the wayside a little bit, which is this is a great young coach at at an overachieving smaller school. Let's hire that guy. I think we've seen enough of those guys fail now that that the default of that of of, oh, man, he's a young coach, something done. But I will ask this question right now. If he's not the guy, who's the person? So the seat's not hot yet. I think it should be. I think that Mark Coyle likes him a lot, and and all of my intelligence says that he won't be fired after this season. But that doesn't mean that if they don't achieve somebody that is going to be really good, this this has gotten to be a, a cycle here now, folks. I mean, of course, Tubby yeah. Tubby was oh my god, they're getting Tubby Smith. Well, it's a retirement job. It was that does not count. Mun- Munson though came from the oh there's a good you know Gonzaga coach. He's going to mm-hmm. be a great young. Didn't work out. So as somebody who really wants to see this program succeed, if you're going to replace Patino, tell me where you're going. Hey, Ryan Saunders. It's an interesting name. It's a very interesting name. I like where you're coming from. See what from I did there. there? Yeah, I do. Some people might also say Fred Hoiberg, but Fred Hoiberg, doesn't Fred Hoiberg want to coach in the NBA? Is but, that what he said? But the funny thing is, if I had my druthers... I'd prefer he be the gopher coach. Fred Hoiberg? Yes, I think he's a hell of a college coach. I'd rather have Ryan Saunders as the Wolves coach and Fred Hoiberg as the Gophers coach than the other way around, actually. So not out on Patino yet. And 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 if you're... Let's put Ryan Saunders aside. You're, Let me ask you this real quick yeah, yeah. before you make that point. So you're saying that people have set the bar too high for Rick Patino and the Minnesota Gophers program. Yes. And I agree with you that there are different bars for different programs. They're not Duke... Or North North Carolina or Kansas or these basketball powerhouses, but if thirty games under a bar to set, how how low do we have to go to for to to set a fair bar for Richard Pitino to clear? There's okay, we're talking about two different bars. Okay, okay so you're a hundred percent right. Thirty games under five hundred on the surface, you're gone. You're fired. Get, go away. Why are you here still? Right. What I'm saying is, if you take into account the two absolute torpedo bad seasons. And if you take those seasons out, that's on him for bringing in some bad Apple players and taking a chance on, on uh, Reggie Lynch. Um, but if, if you, if you take away the seasons in which they just got torpedoed because they had suspensions and bad apples, they're they're It's, they're like five games under 500 in conference, which is far less offensive. And I think back to the bar that I'm talking about, this team should go to the NCAA tournament, maybe go to the NIT the other year. Uh, so he's been to the NCAA tournament once, won the NIT another year, and then missed out on postseason play the other three. So his his resume and his record is unacceptable. But then you look at some of the underlying things. Okay, when they're good, they're competing with some of the best teams in the conference. They're beating Wisconsin. They're putting out players in the NBA. Daniel Oturu, that dude's going to play in the NBA at some point. Uh, Gabe Kalsher is a wonderful shooter and a really good player. 
I know that Isaiah Washington has not been good, but they recruited Mr. Basketball New York to play for the Gophers, okay? That's not... I know that it hasn't worked Who out. Who voted but, for that, by the way? But they got Those people Mr. Be... Vision the way that we all hoped for different reasons, and I just need to continue to see a little more before I say, well, on to the next, because what you just said earlier, Judd, who is the next? Like Ryan Saunders would be really interesting. Fred Hoiberg, but those are sort of off the table right now because those guys have NBA aspirations. If you don't get one of those guys, you're literally just going back to the Richard Patino types, the dudes who performed at smaller colleges or mid-majors, and you're just hoping that they can be the bar goal if this is possible. Because this is something that, that when I was a kid never happened and probably didn't start to happen until the last 10 to 15 years maybe same for Phil, is I would like to see the bar go to this. A coach who could build a program that consistently keeps, and I'm talking, and this is not going to be simple, okay? Mm-hmm. So so when I'm now develop players here who are really, really good. Otura is one, Kelsher is one, but yeah. I'm talking about kids like Tyus Jones and Trey Jones and guys that, guys that Duke and North Carolina and Kentucky swoop in here and go to games and get these kids. And if it's possible, I would love to find the person who could be here for an extended period of time long enough and develop the relationships in this state where it gets to be surprising. Great in theory. Okay. I'm talking about building this too. This is not simple. But it doesn't, you can't bring a guy in and then after like four or five years say, well, you didn't get Trey Jones, so you're out. Well, wait a second. Duke is offering Trey Jones or offered Trey Jones a chance to play. Why would you choose Minnesota over Duke, regardless I'm, of who the coach is? And I'm is? talking about the direction, Patino, or otherwise, that I would like to see this program go. Because it is a different era here now. It is a different... You don't have to go out. It is a program that could keep th- those kids here. And we were talking about um, Calipari being here, sure. or Crean uh, uh, being Ta- here. Yeah. Izzo being here to take those kids away. Well, Amir Coffey was Mr. Basketball. He stayed and has performed very well. Um, but you know why he stayed? Because Fred left Iowa State. Okay, he was about to go there. But they, that's so why I would. Like- I mean, we always do. The, we have an inferiority complex with Wisconsin too, Rami. Okay, like you did, you did shows in Milwaukee for the last decade. Yeah. I mean, we look over at Madison and say, okay, you've got a football, a Big Ten football powerhouse. Although, kind of a actually, it's kind of a fake Big Ten football powerhouse because really Ohio State runs the Big Ten, so it's like yeah. a Big Ten divisional powerhouse. Yeah, but that's just that goes back to my, what my beer helmet you're looked at in a certain way, and if you don't, you're looked at in a certain way. Wisconsin has been, now, the best Ohio State teams, better than the best Wisconsin teams. For sure. But Wisconsin has been consistently a better football. Ohio State might be the one team that's been a a better football program than them, and I don't even know that I can confidently. Like, go get beat in the Rose Bowl good. Hold on, let's come back to this. My grand point is the Gophers... And the gap between their basketball program, Wisconsin, and the football program is is unacceptable and baffling. How Wisconsin can go to 20 consecutive NCAA tournaments and get to the Sweet 16 in a Final Four or two, and the Gophers go to the NCAA tournament once every five years. I know That's he's ridiculous. Not, he didn't single-handedly do it, but I think a lot of that has to do with Bo Ryan. Yeah. And the Gophers haven't found their Bo Ryan. The guy who sets the tone for a program, not just for his tenure, but for years to come. Yeah. I'd love to fight on uh, Ohio State Wisconsin football. I'd love to hear your argument for how Wisconsin is on. They get into, they get into playoffs and national title games because their name is Ohio State. It's the same thing as your Notre Dame, uh, fighting Irish or whatever they call themselves. 
<laughs> so Notre Dame oh, gets it's going to be a vicious cycle. Golden, golden fighters. I don't. I don't even know what they're called. But if you want to fight Rami on this Wisconsin football take. <laughs> Six five one six four six eight two five five. Oh, I'd love for someone to, to take a swing at you. Hundred, and we would really appreciate it. What can we do for for people to? Uh, if we, we want people to give us a five star review on Apple, that would be awesome because okay. it helps us when yeah. you subscribe to our podcast and when you give us a five star rating. Right. What we've done previously on the Twin Show on when it was Touch Them All and now it's the Score on a Twin Show, we would ask people give us a five star review. And name your favorite obscure twins player in the section of Apple that we can so give us a five star hmm. review and then like list something in the comment section. Hmm. You're just springing this on us now. I, I yeah. haven't had time to think about this or prepare. What could they put in the comments? I mean, your favorite random Minnesota athlete would be kind of fun. That's pretty good. We're doing that on and social media. We have media. random Minnesota athlete of the day now. At yep. score, it's at Score North on Twitter, right? Yeah. Yesterday was comment. Chris Hovan, by the way. Who was it? Did we have one? Goodbye, today? Minnesota. Do you remember that? <laughs> Goodbye, Minnesota. Yep. Goodbye, Chris. Can we talk to you? Goodbye. And if you have an Apple device, and list in the comments. Don't you? Know, you can tell us that you like or hate the show, whatever. We just want you to tell us your favorite random Minnesota. I want to meet the guy that gives us a five star rating and then says he hates the show. That's because <laughs> <laughs> the Vikings are on your mind all the time, not just during the season. Purple Daily. Feel like the Rams are that far from the Vikings. Like I don't feel like the gap on paper is so significant to where you go, oh my goodness, the Vikings could never be that. Why not? Like, aren't the Vikings supposed to be that? Like, if you go back a year ago with the investment in Kirk Cousins, with all the pieces coming back, Thielen and Diggs, with all of the defensive pieces, aren't they supposed to be the Rams? What am I missing? Purple Daily on Score North, ScoreNorth.com. I could not tell it's you. It's not snowing anymore. It's I sunny looked out. out. I looked outside. And there was about seven snowflakes falling from the sky, so I assume that's what happened. Get it together, people. Monday and Wednesday. Yep. It wasn't even snowing. It yep. wasn't even snowing. Normally, no. I have like a 13 to 15 minute commute from home to here and back. It took me an hour to get home Monday and Wednesday. Let me... And there was nothing, literally nothing within sight to cause can such I, traffic. Can what I, is wrong with you can people? Can I do traffic? <laughs> for just a second, because sure. I'm not going to give you an update, yeah. people. Move! No, this is so bleeping simple. It's a little icy out there. I totally get your dilemma. Leave enough room to slide, right? But guess what I had done? I had left enough room between me and the car, and I was going at appropriate speed. The worst case, I would have bumped the snowbank. I didn't, okay? It's that simple. You morons out there who ride my tail on the way into it. This is not difficult. <laughs> wow. That's traffic, okay? Oh, but seriously. I understand there's mishaps, but this is out of control. I'm counting one, two, three, four, five, six, seven in the Twin Cities alone. Hmm. Well, yeah. You done with traffic? <laughs> yeah, good. Let's get back. Let's get back. Because because Marcus and St. Paul wants to fight Rami oh, on his boy. On the Badgers, the Badgers get screwed because they're not Ohio State. Here we go. Fight. Okay. Hi. We know that Wisconsin <laughs> is not equal uh, to Ohio State, and certainly not better than. And them. that's not that's not what I'm saying. Like I said, <laughs> oh, here comes. In, in Ohio State's best years, better than Wisconsin's best years. But what pisses me off is when Ohio State and Michigan and the other quote unquote powerhouses in the Big Ten 
aren't good, and Wisconsin is, goes on their helmets, weren't good that year. So it must be a down year in the Big Ten. Can't just be a good Wisconsin team who's beating everybody else in the Big Ten, could it? I think the flaw in your argument is the the, the caveat that... The if, flaw in my you, argument you, is that you've all been brainwashed by the NCAA. <laughs> That's the flaw in my argument. The flaw is when you say Ohio State's best years, let's take those off the board for a second. Mm-hmm. And if you take... Oh, but you can't... Johnson wouldn't even get a sniff at the national... At the national championship, I just turned off my microphone because I'm so worked up. I thought Jonathan cut your Wisconsin, mic. Wisconsin would even get a sniff at the national championship because they're Wisconsin. Even even in a year that they're good enough to get consideration for a national championship, the NCAA will find a way to screw them. And here's the worst part, and I said this on the airwaves in Wisconsin, Barry Alvarez, college football playoffs, he is in on on this scam that they call the NCAA and the college football. Are you saying that he that Barry Alvarez doesn't want Wisconsin? To I'm win saying a I'm saying Barry Alvarez is 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 one of the people who is getting in the way. You do realize Barry has to leave the room when the Badgers come up, though. He can't be involved. They're all in on it. I don't know how you guys don't see sports. It's one of the most corrupt organizations in this country. Period. It's a cartel. Everything about them is dirty and agreed. And Wisconsin has crappy quarterbacks and isn't as good as Ohio State. Hold on a second. I- Am I paranoid if the people who I think are after me are really after me? <laughs> Rami, who was shot dead in his apartment. We don't know who did it. You know, now that I think but about Barry it. Barry Alvarez was last seen walking away. <laughs> now that I think about it. If you take away Michael Jordan's best seasons, like him and Vince Carter See, are pretty much the same play. They're pretty that, much the same play. Except player. that there isn't a corrupt organization who is who's fixing the system that decides who's good and who's not in the NBA. Michael Jordan was just that good. Who's that one ref? That Tim Donahue guy? Yeah, he, he fixed was, some games, didn't he? But I not mean, at the behest of the league. Ewing to New York. That's oh, right. Yeah, that they, they, yeah, that rigged, yeah, they rigged oh. the Patrick Ewing. You know that one was fixed. That is not none of it. None of that was fixed. <laughs> What the, the hell are you talking NBA about? Conspiracy, NBA draft conspiracy theory. Yeah. Which, by the, at the time. which, by the way, was frozen. Mm-hmm. So that and they had a bent corner. Yeah, and had a bent corner so they would make sure to get the Knicks that wasn't no, fixed. It wasn't. You're telling me so they started to... asking Shaq which place he'd rather play, Orlando yeah. or Minnesota, and Shaq saying Orlando isn't the reason coincidence? I, the reason I've never believed any of that stuff is because there would have to be way too many people in on that fix for it to stay up. Things that you believe are fixed have a small enough amount of people who can be in yeah, on the fix. Yeah, it's a bunch of old and white dudes in a room deciding who's good and who's not. Yeah, that's easy to keep under wraps. What was the the, the <laughs> main NBA people who fixed the but lottery thir- were old white dudes. No, but all 30 NBA teams essentially would have to be in on it for them to pull it off. I don't think... Th- I don't think... Yeah, that thank one. you. Mm-hmm. I just want to know. And on the NCAA. It seems like it's very convenient for you to have your conspiracy theories, but then there's not some conspiracy theories that are definitely good conspiracy theories. Because no. my conspiracy theories make sense. Hmm. You know, <laughs> all I will say. My work on this show is done. I'm no longer needed. All I will say about the Wisconsin Badgers yes. football program is uh-huh. uh, when they get eight more national championships and get on Minnesota's level, call us. <laughs> Did you know? Did you know? Stat of the day here on Mackie and Joe with Rami. The Minnesota Golden Gophers, with their nine national championships historically, have more titles than Florida State. Uh, to to lead you down the path that you think I was asking you to lead you down. 
Because Minnesota would get the same treatment as Wisconsin, even if they were a good program. Nobody would give them credit for being a good program. They'd just say down year in the Big Ten. Because the only programs in the Big Ten who are allowed to be good in the eyes of the NCAA, and all of you have fallen for this, is Michigan, Nebraska, Ohio State, and Penn State. Those are the only four teams that are be a down year in the conference. I just realized now, Mm -hmm. and I've never thought this until this moment, Mm -hmm. I have no interest in Gopher football being good because if they do get good, the conspiracy theory now will be that. I didn't realize what the Badger conspiracy theory was, but you're spreading the word. The Badgers fans are all believed that I don't want any part of this one. What has the NCAA done to make you think that they're honest and trustworthy when it comes to the college football playoff and the college football ranking system? Exactly. I just don't need this in my life, so now I'm happy with being, you know what, Motor City Bowl, here we come again. Uh, doing a little more digging here, I found a website called uh, Winsipedia.com. Mm-hmm. Winsipedia.com mm-hmm. keeps track of matchups. Yeah, I, like I told, like I said, when Ohio State Wisconsin. is at their best, they're a better program than, than Wisconsin. And under Urban Meyer, they were at their best. Okay? I'll, I'll give you that. I'll, 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 I'll near. Down near in the Big Ten. They won't get in the playoff. They can't get in the playoff. They're Wisconsin. It's not the right logo on the side of their helmet. They don't have a golden helmet. This is the paranoia that, that you were part of. This is the paranoia. You, you believed every time that, that you heard a creaking door that somebody was breaking in, and this is the paranoia. Weren't they, though? What, Win- Winsipedia is an amazing website. I can't, find, I, use it. I can't find any games in which Wisconsin has ever shut out Ohio State. But in 1940, only 20 years before I was born. The NCAA might have been an honest, trustworthy entity they at took that a, time. They took the, that year off, Rami. That's what happened. <laughs> uh, what is happening in the local sports world that makes Judd happy? Play the breaking news, right uh, Sounder, if you'd be so kind. On Wednesday, it is believed. Now, I know this starts off soft, but it gets it gets started. On Wednesday, it is believed owner Craig Leopold and general manager Paul Fenton of the Wild met at the St. Paul Hotel, a lovely hotel. It is. it. Very I nice. love that place. Great little bar. To discuss the state of the team and potential trades on the horizon. With one win in seven games coming out of the All-Star break slash bye and coming into the trade deadline, which is a week from Monday. What's that mean, Russo asks? Fenton has the ability to trade members of the Wild Corps, even if the result of the trade or trades costs the Wild a chance to make this year's playoffs for a seventh consecutive season. <laughs> He's leaving the studio. He's, it's a mic drop. Yes! Finally! He literally got up and started dancing a jig. Blow it up! Something else. There, there it is. There you go. Here it is. Here it is. <laughs> I'm going to sing for you guys. Oh, God. Oh, wow. Here it comes. He is really excited. It is excited. time to deal. Zucker and Granlund. Hold on. Hold on. I'll find my voice here. It's time to deal Zucker and Granlund, and we'll also include Eric Stahl. We'll trade anyone who isn't folded down as we blow up this roster. Dump. How's that freestyle? Top of my head. Wow. Well done. Top of my head. Wow. Top of my head. Off the dome. Well can we, done. Like, can you do that with other hockey songs? Or can you sing like about the wild? Well, give me another one. I need to record this. Hold on. <laughs> hold, on. hold on. Hold on. That's blocking. Right. Huh? Can can you can you sing about the wild with any hockey song? I don't know. Let's find out. 
Charlie Coyle must be traded by the deadline. Eric Stahl on his way to the Jets. That will be just fine. I guess I can. Okay, what, about, what, what about this one? All right, hold on. Get a haul. Jason Zucker. He's headed west. It would be best to get a couple draft picks and divest. That's all I got for you. You worked divest into there. That's all I got for you. Wow. That rhymed. Divest. Wow. (laughs) So the answer is absolutely right. Oh, man. Oh, okay. Well, that's what it is. Wow. Freestyle, too. Yeah, that's all off the top of my head. Wow. Yeah. Man. It's a gift, Rami. I know our audio. It's a gift. Believe me, I realize it. It's a gift. Sure, the listeners appreciate it. To go to a sporting event, say a hockey game where there's been a lot of players traded and you're happy, and you're thinking to yourself, how am I going to get into the hockey game? There's going to be so many celebrating fans from that team who are glad that all of these guys have been traded. And you're thinking, can I get tickets? There are always tickets available, but I'm going to bring up two very serious and key things. They are, where do you go for tickets and whom can you trust? And the answer to both these questions is my friends at SeatGeek. SeatGeek pulls millions of tickets into one place so you can easily find the seats you want for a price that you're willing. You need to do is this. Go to SeatGeek.com. You'll see all of your ticket buying options. By searching multiple ticket sites and grading every ticket based on value, SeatGeek helps you find the best seats to fit your budget. SeatGeek, your go-to source from everything from sports and concerts to comedy and theater. Best of all, my that's promo code JUD, J-U-D-D, for $10 off your first uh, SeatGeek purchase. SeatGeek, life's an event. Guess what? We have the tickets. Pat is down in, in Fort Myers where uh, the, the Twins, I'm going to guess that today was the newsiest day of, of camp between now and when the season starts with two, two extensions. What do you think about the Polanco and Kepler multi-year extensions, Pat? I was, I'd was i heard about the Polanco a couple of days ago. It kind of surprised me, but they could get him cheap. You know, him, same thing with Kepler. If, uh, you know, if Kepler turns out to be, uh, if, if 224 is not the mean, and I don't think it's going to be, uh, you know, and if Kirilov becomes a killer, which a lot of people think he's going to be, two years from now, if Kepler's floating around with a contract like that, you'll be able to move him. So there's no real risk here. They're trying to get Missouri out of the loose, too, but that's going to be a little frail, and the other's coming off a losing season. So that's, uh, yeah. But uh, the Pablo thing was a little aggressive. Five years and then two options, too. That's a pretty good year. You saw my gaffe, didn't you, fellas? Mm, no, I don't know. In the in the clubhouse. Oh yeah, I did. Yes. Oh. Hey, you're looking big and strong this year, and he says, "No, no, I'm the same." <laughs> was he was was he sort of joking back? It took, back, me, or? Like, it took me like five seconds, and I said, "Oh, that's right, I forgot," and I didn't say that, but I said, "Yeah, okay, we'll see you." And. Uh, <laughs> No, he looked great. I mean, but he was, you know, he was sitting over there, and he's, you know, broadening his shoulders and uh, looking like he's ready to hit a home run. But uh, he's a good kid. I don't know what happened last year. But uh, but I've always, uh, you know, liked him as a, as a sane young man, and hopefully he won't have any more problems. I think he'll end up being a second baseman. I think uh, even if Royce Lewis does not uh get here for two, three years, they got the moves. Maybe, I don't know. This would be kind of a make-or-break year for Blanco as to whether he's a big league shortstop or a big league second baseman. Yeah. 
Kep- Kepler, I feel like if 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 he ever reaches the upside that we thought he could a couple of years ago, that seems like a pretty nice little bargain too. And the worst case scenario is okay, it's thirty million dollars, and he hit twenty home runs in his yeah, bad well, season a, last. He's a big league player. Mm-hmm. It's just if Buxton turns out that he could play every day uh, this season, uh, that. You know, they got a little outfielder surplus because uh, Kirilov is going to be a big league hitter. So that's, uh, I, I'm more uh, I'm more certain of that than I was of, uh, of Buxton uh, as a hitter. I was certain that Sano was a hitter and was wrong. So <laughs> we'll find out. He, he could block out a house. Man, is this guy here. Like good big or bad big? Well, he's big. You know, he's not like, <laughs> he's not like he's not like fat, but he's okay. not small. He's not he's not taut either. But he is huge. He's six foot nine. He's gotta be six foot nine. He's the the twins are essentially trying to recreate what what the Rays have recreated down in Tampa Bay. Other than hiring Rocco Baldelli away from the Rays, what what similarities do you see in the two teams and the oh, two I, organizations? I, I know. I hope I didn't leave the uh, the uh, the impression that I was saying they were trying to replicate. They are positions that uh, uh, we got this guy now. Did I t- talking to you guys about this guy they hired from? Holland or Germany or something, the uh, the body movement physiologist guy who came in last September. I don't think and so. They have, somebody was telling me, uh, Gladdy was telling me this, I was talking to Gladdy today, they have this that Falvey and Levine talked the bullheads into buying for them. With cameras set up like a target field in various places out in the outfield when you don't see them, and they record every movement of the players as they make them during the season, right? And those the bone structure movement. If they don't show the muscle, they don't show the... And then they have all, you know, the Brainiacs who are supposedly experts. They got a, a woman, they got this guy from uh, Holland, they got uh, three or four people studying these skeleton movements to see how they can make it more efficient. Calvin didn't do that. No. Did he think about it? You know, what you're doing is trying to get ball players to what, what you got to turn this into a habit instead of a, a thought process, right? Is my arm in the right place? Is everything in the right place? You got to turn it. Is my skeleton in the right uh, condition? So I, I don't know what to think of it, but it's uh, it's not. This is my forty fifth spring training. Uh, today was the start of my forty fifth spring training in forty six years. It's changed. It's changed, and it's changed more in the last. Five years and it changed in the first forty. Yep. Going to the Sweet Sixteen in nineteen ninety, I was scheduled to come down okay. here for uh, for that week, and uh, then Clem went to the uh, the Sweet uh, Sweet Sixteen down in New Orleans in nineteen ninety. So I uh, I decided to follow the Gophers. So Phil, you didn't like that call last night to end the game, huh? No, it, well, it was it was a ridiculous call, and when they're in front of home crowds. It's okay. I think it's okay sometimes to say that officials cost a team a game, and they did last night. Well, here's the problem. 
it's you've seen that play called exactly that way sixty percent of the time because Cloppy you know, kind of went up in the air a little bit and let the guy jump into him. So I, I was not surprised by it. I guess it wasn't. It was to me, Pat. Ball. It was to yeah. me. Well, uh, the uh, you know, if you are you playing a team that lost eight or nine in a row, and you, you know, I, I don't know. But people suggesting that that wasn't a charge on Murphy are really goofy. Well, count me in, because I watched that play ten times and thought, how can that defender be sliding to his left that far and get and get the call in that situation? It should have been a no call. Very maroon-colored glasses today. I don't know. I, I believe you are, yes. Okay. But that's, uh, uh, it's interesting, though. I think the discussion on Richard's fate has gotten stronger uh, after last night than any other time. What? So uh, Isaiah does not get off the bench last night. What was that about? Yeah, I don't know if he was hurt or if it was just Brooks. What is this? Yeah, How but wait, they end up with? Brock Stahl's oh. body is darn near perfect, Patrick. He reminds oh, me of myself. A little yeah. chubby. Yeah. I, he great. He's a he's a specimen. What the hell is he playing for? My God, they think he can make a shot, but. Uh, you know, he's got to stop and sit on the bench between laps up and down the court. Hey, how about our Wolves, Patrick? Oh, Did man. You catch that game? Ryan, a three, four year extension right now. We, uh, beat, the, uh, we uh, beat Houston. So hey, they got you... exactly the same record as the Wild, by the way, 27 and 30. That's actually a really good segue. Um, can we pull you away for a second, Jonathan? Because you have pulled some audio from earlier in the show, and maybe Pat was already listening. But Judd is so happy about the report from Mike Russo. Zucker and Granlund. Hold on. Hold on. I'll Eat find my voice here. Just together. Time to deal Zucker and Granlund. And we'll also include Eric Stahl. We'll trade anyone who isn't folded down. As we blow up this roster dump. How's that freestyle? Harley's going to come over there and kick your ass in the Twin Cities and you're trying to trade her up. You know what? I think that she can continue to have a comfortable life here, her radio show. It's just that she'll have to uh, fly out to see the hubby, and it'll be the better for everybody involved. What do you think the market is for him? What are they going to get for him? Oh, I'd take some draft picks for him. He can go somewhere and score. I'm asking you, what are they going to get for him? Who's going to give him a lot? Well, I, I'm not looking for a lot. I'm looking to blow up the roster here. I'm not okay. looking for. I, I'm not looking to now, break the, the last bank. Time we had this happen in this town, it was uh, in the mid seventies when the North Stars brought in John Flesh and Cam Cameron and said, "Go get them, boys." And they got rid of all their good players. Hey, that was before my time, or at least before I started to be <laughs> traded by the deadline. Eric Stahl on his way to the Jets. That will be just fine. <laughs> Who gave you help with the lyrics? You're not that small. No, no, no I made them up on Pat, the fly. He came up with those on the fly. I watched this okay. magic happen. I watched. He sat right in front of me, and I watched this happen. You're so not you're that smart. you Granny, even though you're not going to get it. Yeah. It wasn't well thought out. It just seemed it, to rhyme. It's like a Taylor Swift song. Don't read too deeply into the lyrics. <laughs> I, I can't. I can't wait till this team reaches down and comes out, and they're in the Western Conference Finals in the middle of May. <laughs> because altogether, hockey is random. Yeah. It was before yeah. he he went on a radio station, I guess, and assured that his team would be in the playoffs. Well, 
It's, it's, it'll be interesting to Russo got that because he didn't get it from Stratton, I can guarantee you. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Pat, uh, any any yeah. parting shots before we catch up with you, you tomorrow? You call me dumb. Clear all the time to uh, oh, baseball in the morning and afternoon open for whatever, golf. Yes. Uh, the only thing, I was writing with Wetmore talking next to me. That was a little... Uh, a little disturbing. A little obnoxious. His five yeah, thoughts. Yeah. Yep. Well, you can yeah, hear that podcast thoughts. on scorenorth.com. If you what happens answer. if he has six thoughts? Do we just forget the other one? What, what, what's wrong with four thoughts or six thoughts? Why, why does uh, like, subscription only for that sixth thought? You got to pay up if mm-hmm. you want it. All right, Pat. We'll, see, right. we'll see you tomorrow. See you tomorrow. Say bye. Right. <laughs> You're not that smart. <laughs> He didn't. He didn't think that you could come up with that. Who we'll helped, helped you? you. We'll help I was you honestly. I was. I was <laughs> actually impressed. Like the the voice. Sorry, Judd. Not great. But the lyrics. Yeah, no, the that. lyrics that you came up with on the spot. Like I was legitimately impressed by you. You know. I mean, there's. I'm like the, back rack. Have you ever been a battle rapper? I can't really sing, but I can write. <laughs> you say this guy. This guy is in love with you. Judd has a history of being a great hockey. Is, is, is lyricist a word? Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah lyricist yeah. is a word. Lyricist yeah. is a word. There's way more where this came from. Wild got run over by the Blackhawks. <laughs> that, that's a really long intro there. Mm. What was the other one we did? This one? <laughs> the other one? Woo! Time to go to a hockey game tonight. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, Let's grind those gritty goals, boys. How about Dumbo? Uh, we should go through. We should just do an hour of Judd singing. But those were scripted, songs. right? <laughs> Jim Ross. Tired. <laughs> uh, find Mackie and Judd with Rami on demand at scorenorth.com. That's S-K-O-R north.com. And anywhere you find your favorite podcast. See you guys tomorrow. Write that down tomorrow. If you own a small to medium-sized business that kept employees on payroll through COVID, you may have a big cash refund waiting for you. The Employee Retention Credit is a tax credit of up to $26,000 per employee. And now, more businesses than ever qualify. The experts at RefundsPro.com specialize in cutting through the red tape of qualifying for this government program. Most of their refunds are over $100,000. Even businesses that have received PPP funds may be eligible. And there are absolutely no fees unless you receive a refund. So there's no reason not to apply. If your business experienced shutdowns, limited capacity, supply chain challenges, or reduced revenue due to COVID, you likely qualify. RefundsPro.com has already helped hundreds of businesses. So don't lose the refund you're owed by missing the deadline. Get started today with a free 5-minute questionnaire at RefundsPro.com. That's Refunds with an S, Pro.com.